You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number 81. A podcast uncovering identity, color, and love. Where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. Bias. I realize that this is something that people don't like to talk about, giving people the benefit of the doubt. It is something that I have been practicing probably over the last couple of years, and now that I've been practicing it and actually seeing some results in my life and, and discussing it with people that I know, I've heard a lot of arguments <laughs> towards not giving people the benefit of the doubt. And over the couple of years I've been practicing it, I am finding more and more reasons to practice the benefit of the doubt. And I want you to consider thinking, rethinking about giving somebody the benefit of the doubt after I'm going to share with you my journey in some situations in my life over the last couple of years. The clearest example that you can see in the world of where people don't give people the benefit of the doubt on a routine basis is in traffic. There's road rage and things like even if you're standing in line, let's say you don't have a commute, you're working at home, waiting in line, waiting in a long line and somebody cuts in front of you. And in those situations, there's not a lot of benefit of the doubt going around. And in my commute, I have a bicycle commute and it probably takes me about, I spend about an hour and a half every day on my bicycle commuting back and forth. And so I deal with traffic. I deal with automobiles, dogs, kids on the sidewalk, people texting on the sidewalk and not paying attention. And there are ample opportunities for me not to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I want to back up for a minute because I actually had to look up this expression, giving people the benefit of the doubt. It means that you believe that somebody's coming from an honest place. And here I'm going to talk about giving someone the benefit of the doubt, meaning that you are looking at what they're looking at their behavior, not from your default setting of it being negative, because our brains tend to lean towards the negative for survival reasons. And that's where our brain usually goes when somebody behaves in a way that we don't agree with. It'll go to the negative automatically. It's our default setting. But you can, of course, change that through practice. And so what I mean by giving someone the benefit of the doubt is that you are going to take away that negative lean of seeing what they're doing in that light. And on my commute, I have dogs running to the bike lane, people texting in the bike lane, which is right next to the sidewalk, and there's ample room for them to walk in. And the city I live in, bikes have the right-of-way. So the only people that top bicycle riders is public transport. So it's public transport, bicycles, then pedestrians, and then automobiles. So basically, in most of my situations, I have the right-of-way. And so that means traffic rules. It almost seems like I have a right to be upset when someone gets in my way. And so I started to practice this because I started to notice how irritated I would get. And on a one and a half hour bike commute every day, your irritation level can get quite high, especially if you're running a little bit late and somebody is not following the traffic rules I noticed I was getting really irritated to frustrated to wanting to say something to that person. 
And that's often where I get the pushback, like, well, maybe you should say something to that person too, because they're not following the rules. And I decided to go a different path. I decided to still give people the benefit of the doubt, even when technically they're in the wrong, they're not following, quote unquote, the traffic rules. And so what this did is actually I would become frustrated every morning on my commute and I would start my day with this kind of negative attitude, especially if I ran into a lot of mishaps and I was running late. So our brain already kind of has this slight negative lean. We go out in the morning. We think people are being idiots. We are feel anger and then we start our days and already not we're not off to a great start there. And so when I started practicing this, as you can imagine, giving people the benefit of the doubt, I was much more calm. I was less frustrated. And now I want to say I practiced this over a couple years. And I have now today I have a really calm commute. I am not frustrated. I don't have some of those thoughts that I used to have, some really, you know, kind of not nice thoughts about people. I automatically go to, oh, that person, they must be in a hurry or they don't realize and it's okay. Kind of like it's no big deal. Nobody got hurt. I didn't run into anybody, things like that. So I have a lot of those thoughts. And my morning and in the evening is so much better when I give somebody benefit of the doubt. So back to what people say is like, maybe you need to stand up for yourself. Like if somebody cuts in front of you, in the line, you're what you've been waiting already so long, maybe say like 10 minutes, and somebody cuts in front of you. Maybe you should say something. Now, I think each person needs to decide if they're going to say something or not. And I decided I don't say anything when somebody cuts in front of me. I just wait and I continue. And one of the thoughts that I have is, oh, maybe that person's late picking up their child, or maybe they're in a rush to get to the hospital because their spouse is ill and they need to go pick them up or something like that. I I think that, oh, they're in a hurry because the majority of the time, in fact, almost all the time when I'm waiting in line, I think that I need to be somewhere. I think that my own emergency, like I need to get somewhere when in fact, it's not true. I don't have somewhere to be that's life threatening. That's where there's going to be some sort of imminent danger from me losing out on actually one minute of my time because somebody cut in front of me. And I find that I am so much more peaceful and calm and kind towards people when I just think, hey, they have somewhere to be. It must be really important to them and therefore it's okay. Now, this is not for everybody. (laughs) I've made a suggestion to my family and my friends, and they're like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I think that's okay. I think, you know, everyone needs to decide that. And I want to kind of flip this story around and kind of show you what happens after a couple of years of doing this, because I recently saw a result that was so fascinating, and that's why I'm doing this episode, actually. So I don't always follow the traffic rules, in fact. I, there's a part of my commute, this one last part of it, where I ride up on the sidewalk because there's no bicycle lane and I face oncoming traffic and things like that. So it's really a very short part. And there's other people 
obviously walking on the sidewalk. And I'm dropping off my child at school. And this man with his son is also going to school, not my the school where my daughter goes, but another school in the neighborhood, and he's walking. And he stopped me and told me, you know, said, look, the bike, in a very stern voice, first of all, he blocked my bicycle from moving forward. He stood there. He had his fists tight and in a very stern voice was like, this is not a bike lane. You need to be on the street. And he has a couple of times seen me and tried to, when he's seen me on the sidewalk, tried to get my attention. And in this particular instance where he had his fists at me, I could not have given him the benefit out. I was like, oh, he's being aggressive. He stopped my bike. He has his fists. He's, you know, not saying it in a nice tone. And I decided that he must be having a bad day for him to pick on me, because I will tell you, I am not the only bicyclist on that sidewalk for this part of the section of the street. It's very difficult for cyclists to go on the street, so a lot of them go on the sidewalk, so I am not the only one. And I could say, well, maybe he is, he was a white male, maybe he's telling me this because I'm a person of color and he's not saying it to the other white cyclists. All of those thoughts went through my head. All of them were quite negative. And I still was like, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And so what I said to him is that I, I hope you have a nice day and that you are a really kind person. And he looked at me like I was crazy. And in fact, he told me, you're crazy. And what ended up happening is he walked away. And I felt like I de-escalated the situation. He could have, I don't know, done some other things. And so then I've seen him, and this is over a couple years still, everyone has kind of the same commute, dropping their kids off at school. And I see his son, and his son is about, if I had to guess, you know, over the years, I've seen a son go from maybe four years to now maybe six years old. And I see his son, and this time he was with his mother. And I was moving my bike, and I was getting ready to ride on the sidewalk. And the son, and this is after two years of having the same bike commute and seeing them on the commute, the son looks at me smiles at me and says hello and waves at me. And the mom got mad at him and said, you know, don't do that, don't do that. And what I wanted to share with you, and I think maybe what's so fascinating about it is that the benefit of the doubt is for you. So you're not actually giving it, you're actually receiving it when you are not angry the other thing is that when somebody else is angry and you decide even if you're justified in being angry, you're adding anger on top of anger and it increases the anger in the world. And in this moment, I felt I decreased the anger by not responding to his father in a negative way. And in turn, over so many years of his dad trying to reach out to me and say things to me, his son decided a different course of action that was less angry. In fact, it was kind. He decided to smile at me and say hello. And that is why maybe consider giving somebody the benefit of the doubt, even when you think that you have the right. 
I'll check back with you next week. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.